0: hey everybody welcome back to another episode of if it is in love podcast i am your host Anna
1: and i'm your co-host jl woodson
0: and we're happy to be black and back <laughs> how you doing today babe? i'm
1: good i'm glad it, today's friday right it's friday it's friday so i'm glad it's friday um you know just still got a little bit of work to do still got some packing to do and stuff like that but Overall, I am good. How about you?
0: I am cramping. I'm actually, I feel like I even sound probably like like more monotone than I normally am. I don't know if monotone is the right. More subdued. Yeah. That's it. More subdued than I normally am. But, you know, hormones are a hell of a drug. They're, they're wild. So I'm just... You know, I'm here. I'm here. I feel it's like you feel fine, but like you really just want to lay down. And I'm also very hungry. So, you know, I I was so tempted today to get off track, and I just kept hearing, you know, Coach Obu. His voice mm-hmm. and it travels far. I just kept thinking, we got goals. You got goals, don't you? make me think of uh, Uh, Mr. Clark uh, yes Mr. Clark you do drugs don't you it's crack right like that's how I felt so I was just like no when I was in the Target I was just like don't don't do it you're fine you're gonna be fine you can do anything for 30 days and then you know and it's because even we do keto but if we weren't doing squeaky clean I could I could have something sweet still I could have a diet coke i could there are more options even at the store in terms of like having nuts and stuff like that that i can't have Mm -hmm. right now so that part when you are on your cycle is difficult because your cravings are crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i can't have any of the things that i want and i'm also tired but other than that i'm great
1: (laughs) (laughs) no like i was about to say like it's a day-to-day battle for me not to go across the street to costco and go get costco pizza my mom is literally sending me clothing stuff for the memorial service and i'm like just
0: (laughs) you said thumbs down to that though yeah
1: um let me turn this phone off hopefully nothing happens uh anyway but yeah
0: So, that's where we are, and today, if you have been following along with us since last week, we are discussing Mm -hmm. uh, the book Marriage Be Hard by Kevin and Melissa Frederick, so each week of... um, our podcast for the next I wanna say twelve weeks because mm. I think that's how many chapters this is there week are. Two. So this is probably take us probably take us through the end of the year or most of the year. We will be discussing the chapters of the book. And we're we're we will be talking a little bit about what they're talking about in the book, but we will mostly be discussing how we're applying these things and the concepts that they're talking about in the book. Mm-hmm to our relationship and our marriage right so last week we did expectations be hard so don't forget to check out that episode and this week we're talking about communication be hard which is so funny i I knew this was gonna be it's only the second chapter and i was like
1: because like they just going in
0: so last week we had a conversation and, and how we are formatting this is at least right now, we have not had these discussions. So in the in the back of the book, they have questions like that to, so you can ask like, how does it apply to your marriage? And it's kind of like an assignment, and for you to have conversations with your spouse. We have not talked about these prior to recording this episode. Mm-hmm. So the first time we're gonna have these conversations, um, this is real time. So. We will see how that goes. I feel like I feel like we're very transparent on the podcast, and mm-hmm. that I believe we talk um, as honestly as possible. But I do think that there are things that are very private for us that we probably hold back. So I don't know yeah. what our decision will be in terms of. I don't know how much of this you're going to actually hear. I guess at some point we'll tell you, like, yeah, we cut some stuff out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, right? Because this is going to be us, like. I kind of like the idea of just being open and, and raw in that sense. And, you know, I'm committed to being honest and saying my honest feelings and opinions because I want you to know them. Oh, um, well, you see, I'm going to poke you. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, sharing my honest thoughts and opinions um, as it relates, right? So what you'll be getting is what we're really feeling in our actual reactions and not just something that we're curating for the podcast yeah right so in the chapter communication be Hard, i thought it was such a good uh chapter and we've had conversations about communication in our relationship mm-hmm. um and i think one of the points that they brought up is how key and how crucial not just communication because a lot of people say like you got to communicate you got to communicate but effective communication mm-hmm. and how crucial or how important it is in a successful relationship and not only in your romantic relationships but in your working relationships, your friendships, relationships with your parents, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. It's so important. It's I'm sorry. It's so funny because as soon as you turn your phone off, I'm like but your iPad is right there. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but I I think it's um so important to have effective communication and it is something that I'm definitely not perfect with, but it's something that I strive for, in in having effective communication, in all areas of my life. And it's, I think, and you can tell me your thoughts. It's kind of, it's difficult to have all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. It is.
0: Sometimes I'm just like, but I just really not. I'd rather not be bothered.
1: I mean, it is because, like, half of the time, like the stuff that goes through my head, I'm like, okay is this something that we need to talk about Mm -hmm. or is it something that we have to have a whole in-depth discussion about how I'm feeling right now? Or should I just go ahead and just like talk about it with myself and my thoughts like, Hey, self self said, Hey, and just go with that way. And, but a good majority of the times, like the important stuff, like the seriously important stuff and even like the midway important stuff. I'm talking to you about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I watch my words a lot more now than ever than I have in the past and everything like that. Cause like I used to just let stuff fly and not like cursing at people or anything like that, but um, it would just like roll right out, right off the tongue and everything like that. And then come back, like, like even some friendships have ended because like, or they just stopped talking to me and everything like that. Cause like you were really rude. I'm like, what you mean mm-hmm. i just said how i felt and they re uh they basically told me exactly what i said and i was like i see how you can see that was rude right and but in my head i'm like you want me to be you wanted me to be honest right and stuff like that
0: no oh, but that's a good point you brought <laughs> up because in the book uh melissa gives her definition of Like, effective communication. Mm -hmm. And she said it should have three components. And the first of the components is honesty, right? Like, you want to be honest Mm -hmm. uh, with the person you're communicating with in order for it to be effective. And I think that the honesty is important not only to the receiver, but to the person who is communicating Mm -hmm. at the time, right? Because when you're dishonest, a lot of the times, like in the example she used, you end up hurting yourself, right? And sometimes we think that we're sparing someone's feelings and in an effort to spare their feelings, we hurt our own. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we have to ask ourselves, is it worth it for me to spare your feelings? And I might not be sparing them. Mm -hmm. Right. I might just be pushing them to the side or I might just, I might not be really dealing with an issue that we need to discuss. Is it better to spare your feelings to hurt my own? Right. Right. Um, The second component for effective communication is transparency, Mm -hmm. right? Being open, being so it's honest, but it's also being transparent and just saying, you know, this is how I feel. This is why I'm feeling this. Um, and, and then the third component is vulnerability, which is probably, I, I get why it's the hardest, right? So it is talking about how you feel, how the thing that the person has done, or kind of just what is happening, how that has impacted you or how it's affecting you or what you're feeling, right? It's just being mm. honest. And I like the example when they talked about, you know, sometimes we do, do we, something happens to us and we feel like, oh, we're angry, right? And it's really not anger. Like, sometimes we're hurt or we're sad by something that somebody said that our partner did or, or, or something that they said. And you're having all of these feelings.
1: And internal conversations.
0: And the other person has no idea any mm-hmm. of this is happening. And it doesn't make the other person insensitive or uncaring. It just means, you know, if you don't tell me, it didn't happen like mm-hmm. so, so how do i know you feel away if everything you say is fine and i've been guilty of this and i think a lot of people probably have of saying i'm fine when i'm not fine mm-hmm. right um and having the expectation that you'll know i'm not really fine even if i say i'm fine and that's not fair No, it's not fair to be like, I'm fine and you're not fine. I think I've, I've, I actively work to say, no, I'm not fine, but also I don't want to talk about it right now Mm -hmm. because sometimes I don't want to talk about it, but I want to acknowledge that I'm not okay. Um, and for me, because sometimes I need to think a little bit more and, and, and also as a person who does deal with mental illness, like I need time to sort it out. I need time to make sure it's cause I will do the, the scenario making up a scenario real quick and you can be mad about something totally different. And I'm thinking it's my fault. And I'm trying to figure mm-hmm, out what I did and mm-hmm. how I did it. And it got so it's something that happened at work and I do it all the time. You'll be like mad about something that happened at work and I'll be trying to figure out what I did wrong. I'm like, Oh, I just wake up this morning. Did mm-hmm. I say something <laughs> wrong. Do I do something last night? And I just have to be like, you know, uh, let it go girl. <laughs>
1: No, I think even with that, like, okay, like there's a whole, like even the other day when you said, um, I was not touchy feely as I was mm-hmm. or something like that. And more, more likely not is mostly it was because like, I was just focused on something mm-hmm. and like I just, um, I didn't want to lose that. I'm like ha- half of the time, like when, uh, whenever you're cleaning or really into something, you get really focused as well and i'm over here like wait what did i do why is she just short not in height but with words but <laughs> I, like literally i will go into that whole mind or that whole thing and like i did something wrong and the same thing with yeah like if you if something bad happened or if something affected you and it wasn't necessarily me i'm still going to think it's me and then until you actually say something i'm like right. okay yeah uh finally i i can i can breathe Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: okay that's fair that's fair so they talked about uh those definitions of effective communication and i like some of the stories that they gave yeah in terms of like what that means um and i really Mm -hmm. i
1: know we're probably not supposed to talk about the full content of the book but the whole concept of like when um he was uh the whole cr- christmas party stuff mm-hmm. um and like she wouldn't go because
0: to the wedding because he didn't go to the uh-huh yeah and it,
1: mom good grief and it's just non-stops mom please stop texting me. i'm gonna have to turn this phone back on and text her but um you can do it from here yeah, yeah i got big right, fingers okay, but um <laughs> but i think I lost my dog on train of thought. So when um mm-hmm. they were basically going over that whole concept or that whole thought process, I'm like, I know I've done that before, and it's like, it's not something that I even did on purpose, mm-hmm. but I know it's something that I've done, and I'm like, this book is really ready for me, ready for me to throw it against the wall and stuff like <laughs> that. Yeah, I think that's tip, what I felt.
0: The tit for tat thing that's mm-hmm. what it made me think of. Like you made me and 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 <clears throat> how she started off explaining was this is a time I was a terrible communicator, mm-hmm. right? You felt this way and you felt like because this person loves me because they know me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They should know that this is what I want, that I want this thing and this is important to me. Mm-hmm. Even though I've never said it to them, even though I've never asked this for them and so if even when they said, you know what, I really don't want to go, I did not say, Well, this I didn't explain why I would really want that person. I really wanted my husband to come
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he didn't, and now I'm mad. And then she took it to a place where when they were getting ready for the wedding, mm-hmm. her brother in law and sister in law were over. They're yeah. all going to the wedding. She's dressed. She took the ready time to, go. to get dressed and then was like, nah. I'm tired. I'm not
1: feeling good or yeah, I'm tired. I thought or that
0: was I was like, Damn. wild. Plus as as a person who just got married, I was like, not you just not showing up to my wedding on a whim after we didn't pay for your plate. You're wild. Right. Um
1: I thought that was I was like, man, like I thought it was interesting like how how she just even just did that but at the same time I know like there are plenty of men that 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 have done that I know like there's plenty of people that have done that
0: I know I've done not that but
1: well you know something something like a
0: tip for a tat thing like Mm -hmm. oh oh now you want this I mean I'm sure I've done it to you like oh now you want this so no like because when I wanted to go here, you ain't want to go. So now you want to go here, I don't want to go. Right? Instead of just saying, you know, you know what? It. Th- th- I think part of it it's twofold. One is you can't expect that just because somebody does a thing for you. That. They have to reciprocate in the exact same way, mm-hmm. right? I don't think it's fair to think like if you do this for me, then I have to do this for you, in the exact same way. Because oftentimes we do things for our loved ones, and I, I might do something for you that's meaningful for you. Mm-hmm. And if you did the same thing for me, it's not meaningful. It, it is a doesn't mean anything because that thing that you like doesn't make you feel as good because you you know you, it doesn't hold the same significance. With you so if it's like oh if, if you go to the store with me then i gotta go to the store with you like it doesn't hold the same weight yeah you know what i mean all the time so i think that 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 is um a consideration and if you have and if there are questions about it a, i think it's better to over communicate especially when you're trying to establish a foundation Or when you're trying to something is shifting, Mm -hmm. I think it's better to over communicate than to assume and kind of, you know, stumble all over the place trying to figure something out.
1: Yeah. I mean, even just going back to the whole grocery, because I know we've had our things about like um, you want me to go, go to the grocery store with you. And when I am going to the grocery store and like, it's not every time, but it's like when i um when I'm going and I ask you if you want to go, I'm like, well, how, I, like sometimes I always feel like I can't necessarily say no. <laughs> Cause then it's like, okay. And then it just gets quiet and whatnot. So, and I was hesitant to bring that part up. Why? I don't know. like, I just, I don't know. That part is always like, it's not like a touchy subject for me or anything like that. But like, it also goes back to like how um this somewhat has to deal with communication, but at the same time, it also has to deal with boundaries too. Like good majority of the time, I never feel like going to the grocery store or going to the store period. And, um, sometimes I never feel like I can give myself the option to say no. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then I'm just like there, and I'm not necessarily resenting it, but I'm like, yo, I could literally be home right now.
0: I hear that. (laughs) I think my feeling in terms of going to the grocery store is one, most of the time, at least as of late, I try to do a grocery order, and then Either I'll pick it up or I'll ask you if you have time to go pick it up so it's done. Mm -hmm. I don't prefer to go grocery shopping. Typically, if I ask you to go with me to the grocery store, I go because I ask because I know I I forgot something or I waited and it's Sunday and it's crowded Mm -hmm. and I know I'm going to have an attitude and honestly, you make me more calm. So I ask for you to come with me because then I'm less irritable right or if i'm iterable you make a joke about it so then it's funny and then that what could be a tense situation is less tense Mm -hmm. the other part of me um sometimes i just ask because you know i know i would ask when we were um when i was going out to work and stuff like that it was an opportunity for us to spend time together Mm -hmm. so and, and outside of the house it was opportunity you know you work from home I had the car. I was gone all the time. So it was an opportunity for us to go outside together and not have to, you know, do something crazy. We didn't have to spend a whole bunch of money, any more money than we were already going to spend at mm-hmm. the grocery store. Um, and, and in being honest and transparent and vulnerable, the other part of it is it is I never signed up to be the person to only grocery shop and do all of So in my mind... If I'm picking out everything, I'm meal planning, I'm more than likely going to cook it, and you just eat it, why not, once in a while, come with me to get it? For the most part, I don't ask when it comes to groceries. I I, I figure out what we're going to eat. I'll ask you if if there's something specific you want. I kind of know generally what you like, even if mm-hmm. it's stuff I don't like, to make sure we have it in the house. So when I'm not cooking a meal, I know that there's food in the house that you can easily prepare mm-hmm. so that you're not tempted to go eat things that you shouldn't eat, because there's food that you enjoy eating, but that is not totally detrimental to what your eating plans are. Mm. So I do that like without question, without hesitation, And it's fine. I don't say it in a way like, oh, I do that, so you gotta... It's just, I get in in our relationship that oftentimes we have different skill sets, and I get that's a skill set, honestly, that I have, that it doesn't... I gotta eat too, Mm -hmm. right? So I gotta eat, so big deal. So on the... I think more, more often than not, I think on the rare occasion that I ask, and I still honestly feel like if you don't want to go communicate that now there are times where i will be like, I would really like for you to go with me. Right. <laughs> and there are times where i will be like, okay. And when I say, okay, okay. Like, right. Cause I, I but, honestly, when it comes to shopping for the most part, I would rather be alone.
1: Okay. So even with that, sometimes it's not necessarily you as okay. to why I'm going. Um, half the time is like literally stuff that pops up in my head. That makes me, I'm like, okay, I should probably go. Because I'm like, what if something happens? Just like any time something happened in Walmart and you may, you oh, may people, get into it with people somebody. People only
0: get crazy me in Walmart when you're not there. I'm just right. People want to fight with me in Walmart. And I'm
1: there. like, okay, I should probably go because I'm like... Uh, or depending on the time of day
0: yeah,
1: that it is and everything like that yeah, also. I, yeah,
0: I rarely go at night by myself. Yeah. I will though. And I get that protection level, but there's also to me like... I spent most of my adult life living alone here by myself with no family, very few friends having to do it by myself. And I went shopping late at night. Because that's when the Actually, that's when people are not there. The crazy people be there during the day. They don't huh. be there at night. They are, they They don't be there. But my thing in that is, you know, I don't have a problem. It's. It's funny because you say this often. You say this, you know, when it comes to cleaning too. Like, I don't like to do it, and I don't think you a hundred percent realize that because I and I said this before. Because I do it does not mean I like to do it. It looked like you having
1: fun while doing it, a, so
0: But I have because I have to. I have to eat, right? The house needs to be clean. It's a life skill. So for me, they're life skills. Grocery shopping is a life skill. Like, it's a thing you have to do. Cleaning your home is a thing you have to do. I'm not going to be sad and crying and mopey while I grocery shop. Um, I like to think that I'm just naturally, normally... Why are you shaking? Sorry. I'm naturally... (laughs) you get in a chair, you start shaking. I naturally am on the positive side of things. I try to be right. Even when I'm mm-hmm. snarky about it, I try to be on the positive side of things. So now I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, grocery shopping. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm be like, all right, That's let me go. get. But I'm not going to be, you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean that I love to do it. So I, I don't ask you to do any of the household duties as a punishment, but as a, you're my partner in, And living. Mm -hmm. So there is, we go back to like expectations be hard. There's an expectation that you contribute. And on the times that I feel like if I ask to do, in my mind, and you can, if you think differently, isn't, I don't think it's such a huge deal because I don't, me liking to do it doesn't matter
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because it has to get done. I think about that because I think. You know, we'll have children one day and maybe I don't want to change their diaper and maybe I want to not be bothered and maybe I don't want to get up and feed them that day, but that doesn't matter. Cause they got to eat, you got to change their diaper. You got to feed them. Maybe I'm like, I need a, you know, maybe I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. It's like when you go to work, right? Like until it got really bad, even when you really love your job, I've really loved a job before it didn't really matter I had made an a contract to go and do the work I was gonna go do the work
1: I mean there's okay there was a clip that I just saw like probably maybe an hour before you came in the house mm-hmm. it was like I think it was ace metaphor or something like that the guy who made some conversation cards uh-huh. um, and stuff like that and um it was like a discussion with like a guy and two women um that's all I saw from the clip and uh the lady was like and i was confused at this for a second like she was talking about like how there are so many married women who are single mothers
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like for me like even the the one of the other young ladies was like what <laughs> and it just like it took me for a loop for a second like there are so many people who are in relationships or marriages that you know like the woman is like the sole uh person who takes mm-hmm. care of the children and everything like that I don't necessarily want that to be our situation it won't be. at all. <laughs> I don't like, cause my thing is like, I already know, especially if we have daughters, like it's going to be an interesting uh situation where I'm like, I know I'm going to get here, get tired of hearing, hearing them call me uh, like, Hey daddy, what's this daddy? If, especially if they got an inquisitive uh, mind like you, I'm like, yo,
0: I'm like, ask your time? mama. I'm like, go ask your daddy, and if you ask your mom, be like, she said to ask you.
1: But what did I say? No, but um, I I think like even just I like I'm trying to do a little bit better about the whole cleaning up situation because I'm like, I don't get me wrong, like okay, there's a lot of stuff that I probably haven't even communicated, especially since we've uh, been married. And it's like I did internalize a lot a lot of stuff until like I had conversations with a couple of, a couple of my guys and everything like that. I'm like, I'm over here trying to uh, work, trying to uh, like get different stuff popping and everything like that. Trying to make sure that uh, even just as an entrepreneur, like both of us and everything, like what can we do? And I feel like a lot of the times I consume myself with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, and then I come outside. Come outside, and it would be like you would be on, uh, Shein or um, like other sites and all that stuff like that. And like in my head, I was like, "Okay, she has the time for this." Where? What the hell? And then it hit me, even just as far as like being on the sites and everything. I'm like, she's probably putting together kits and boards, just like I basically said something about like a month ago or something like that or she's probably definitely still working on her plan and everything like that I'm just not seeing it and Mm -hmm. that's where I was like okay chill the F out like I was telling myself chill the F out and just focus on what you need to do uh to make sure this house is like is is cool and everything like that and then I was like when I was creating my schedule this is also when it hit like, I just started looking at some of the breaks and times that I had where I'm like, you know, like, it don't take that long to wash or put load the dishwasher. It doesn't take that long to scrub a tub and everything like that. So I'm like, yo, this is the this is the time, like, in between, like, work and designing and stuff like that, that you could probably, like, take a break or take a moment, clean the sink or something like that. Or take a, take a moment, uh, do a little swiffering or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. or take a take a moment load the dishwasher true and then have that thing wash all the dishes that's just true. like i did today that's true <laughs> but that that's where um like even though i didn't necessarily communicate that to you yeah um we're gonna go ahead yeah i didn't communicate that to you but i knew um That's basically where I came to that realization. Like, it would have been better if I would have basically been open and honest and vulnerable with you. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I could have really done that. Like, especially with how I was feeling. I don't know if I could have uh, said that in a way that wasn't necessarily accusatory.
0: Right. So it's interesting that you say that because um like if i'm on shein and stuff i honestly i get on there often as like i use shein like people use facebook mm-hmm. i get on I used to decompress. I go to my wish list. I see what gets sold out. That's in my wish list. I have like five thousand things, and then like depending on the, like the temp, the time I want to take, I delete the stuff that gets sold out. I see what new stuff they have. On mm-hmm. occasion, I do order stuff, but for the most part, I just have stuff in my cart all the time that mm-hmm. I, you know, I go through and and I use it in that way. Yes, I do use it because I write reviews and stuff, so I can get more points. Mm-hmm. I write. I do. I have stuff to do reviews, like a ton of stuff to do reviews on. Um, so I get more points, so you end up getting free stuff. So mm-hmm. I like, can get stuff and it and it's free. Um, they have home good stuff now, um, on Shein, all of that, right? But it's interesting, honestly, and I'm being honest, and I don't I'm trying to make sure I say it and I'm not it's interesting because I think I never I never find myself watching what you do that's not work and think you're not working Mm -hmm. or that you're not doing what you're supposed to do even though one of the first things you do in the morning is like get on social media but i never think like oh you need to get up and start going to work like i just Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think it so it's interesting and i'm not accusatory like i'm not saying but it's just interesting that that's the thought um, (laughs) that you that you've had and and i will say in the last six months or so since i haven't been going into the office i have relaxed a lot more and i said this on a few episodes of the podcast and you know we've had that conversation i'm unapologetic about it because i've had i've needed to take a break like mm-hmm. i really feel like in a way my life depended on me like taking a step back and i'm now getting into trying to figure um things out but i'm still a person especially as of recently as I think it's interesting because I get up way before I get up early in the morning. Mm. I go work out for most people who are up. I'm up. I've worked out. I, I've, I've bathed. I've done a few things on my list even, you know, so even when you get to a point where you're like, you're taking a break and you're seeing what I'm done, I've done a lot in the morning before mm-hmm. a lot of people even like get up. Um, So I think it's interesting. And I think, it might be different because there was a time in my life where I was doing everything, right? And I, I feel like, you know, I, I I, try to communicate that although I want to be productive and I want to give back, I never want to be, I never want to feel as overworked and tired as mm-hmm. I felt before. But all the things I do in the house now, I did before and worked a full-time job outside of the house Mm -hmm. and still did all the all this grocery shopping all this cleaning like my weekends were dedicated to that kind of stuff right and i don't want that i want to be able to you know like relax Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah i think it also like okay so even when like create my schedule and my to-do list and everything like that like like as i was creating my to-do list for everything and i'm over here like Like there was maybe one day, like you had asked me to do something, and I'm over here trying to get through projects and everything like that, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get through this project. I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I do not want to necessarily go off, because like it was like at a point in time where I was like really stressed, and it wasn't because of you or anything like that, and I'm over here like, okay, I can't do this and that and all that all this other stuff. But I ended up just doing uh, what you asked me to do and everything like that, um, and then just got back to um, working on designs and everything. And then when I was creating my to do list, I'm like, "How in the hell was she supposed to know that I had all this stuff to do if I don't tell her <laughs> or if she don't see it?"
0: Even if I see it, if I don't know the, the, if you don't communicate to me because you could have, I have, I have a to do list every week even without job, that it has tons of things that i need to be working on all the time
2: mm-hmm.
0: so if you don't say i don't think i'm gonna have time to do this today is it imperative that it get done today if you don't ask me those kinds of questions because mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. the answer is yeah it gotta get done today maybe the answer is nope i don't i don't know what we're talking about in general but you know, honestly, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's like no, you can wait till you have time. That's fine. Or you know what? I, yeah, I got. I'll make time to do it. I can do it instead because I want it done today. And if you honestly can't do it, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you don't say any of that to me, you can have a million things. That, because for me, the how there are always stuff to. All our, our house, our household always has to be maintained, and
1: mm-hmm. I think I
0: mentioned this like a few weeks ago. As we are in a space where we're talking about having a child if we can't handle our life now and it's not saying things won't get overwhelming mm. or we won't be tired but if we are like feel like we're at capacity now in my mind i don't reasonably see how we add another person to the mix cuz mm. especially a person that will consume <laughs> us right as as people it's also why it's like important to me that You know, I know everybody was like, soon you get married, we ain't gonna have a baby, that we don't rush into it, that we have these kinds of conversations, that we figure out what our lives look like, right? And and that we have these, we communicate and we have these conversations and we're honest with each other about what we would like it to look like, right, you don't know until it happens, you know? But that we will have conversations about what it'll look like because I don't want either one of us to resent The other Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. if we if if we tack and it'll mean we got to get up earlier than we want (laughs) and we hate it it'll mean we got to stay up later than we Mm. want and we hate it right but that's what it'll it'll mean and and not only in terms of having an actual baby but i think as we're growing our goals and have all these grant you know these grand ideas of things that we want this is what i've been telling myself and it's a balance right because i really want to be like i want to be like i deserve rest i deserve peace and it's like yeah also <laughs> stuff shit gotta get done yeah. right so i need to lean harder on the shit gotta get done so i'm like okay these big important things are done so now i can I can take a break. I will take more breaks than I did before. I'm not gonna be killing myself like I did. Does that mean I'll never stay up late? Nope. Does it mean I'll never, you know, uh, do too much in a few days? No. Never too much. Never too but it does much. mean that I'm not gonna sacrifice my well being um, for anything. Right? Mm. It, 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 that that can't be the case, right? So I think that we it is important for us to be honest with what we're feeling. But to your point, to think like, to have conversations to think like, you know, is this what's happening? Is what I, what I think I'm seeing with my partner, is that the truth or is that reality, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I always think if I, when I, what I, something that I do to ask myself is like, when I want to think the worst, right? I will say, well, you know, if this person was doing if you were doing the complete opposite or or whatever like would I question um what I would I question it right and so mm-hmm. I know that you haven't seen me be as laid back or relaxed as I've been
1: only on vacation
0: but yeah, and
1: that's I, being lenient.
0: Right. I think I've relaxed more than I have even on vacation now. At least I dress up and stuff when I go on vacation and I don't do too much <laughs> of that now because I don't really go. Um, when I go out, which is very rare, I don't go out. I go to the gym I'll be home, you know. <clears throat> um, But I also think, you know, even from the time that we've been together in the last, you know, going on four years that we've been together, you've always seen me on. Even in the pandemic, I was always trying to figure out like what to do mm-hmm. with myself. And that's because I was in a very a state of I'm trying to figure myself I'm trying to figure out what to do with me. And so I was always moving going, 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 going. I'm always on. And now I'm like, I need I need a break. So I know I feel yeah. like I feel and I'm gonna be honest. I feel defensive. Mm. I feel I'm feeling a little defensive. <laughs> and I don't wanna be because I don't I know you don't have ill intent. I know right. the intention is not ill, but I'm feeling defensive only because I feel like you see me like kill myself and bust my ass to work hard. So if I have yeah. if I have some weeks where I'm like chilling, but you see me on the complete opposite side and like working hard and not asking for a lot. So it's like, damn, I can't.
1: And that was, that. this is the point that another point that one of my guys made cuz like even when during the pandemic and you were working and all like working hard and doing everything and I'm over here telling you like enjoy it enjoy being home enjoy doing all this and uh I forget I, I can't remember if it was John or if it was Kevin or somebody he's like didn't you tell her to chill out didn't you th- this is what this is probably what that looks like This is literally why I'm not <laughs> working I was like okay you know what? You too loud.
0: <laughs> are you ready for me to go back to work?
1: Nah. Um I mean only when you're ready to. Like I do Honestly, I really would like for you to figure out what you really really want to do. Like that's the only thing that I that I really um they are loud. Um that's the main thing that I really want for you is to figure out like your path as far as like being an entrepreneur, because I know you have a lot of lifestyle stuff that you want to tackle and everything like that, which I think could definitely be like, I don't know how many times Stephanie has already asked me, like, hey, when is she going to go ahead and go with the wedding arts and crafts and everything like that and start selling it and stuff like that. And I'm like, huh. but at the same time, like, that's a hard thing to figure out so it's not like that's the that but that's the main thing that i want for you like not necessarily to throw your hat back into the corporate world or into the rat race and everything like that like that but to actually figure out the best plan in the best way possible to get what you want from <laughs> your uh entrepreneurial entrepreneurial uh life
0: okay you want to get into these questions
1: yeah, I think we already answered some a couple of them, but we might. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: So the first question, and these are our relationship <clears throat> checking um, about effective communication. Is there a specific issue or topic that paralyzes you from communicating effectively with your partner?
1: I would say between finances and sex.
0: Literally my two.
1: <laughs> Teamwork.
0: <laughs> Honestly.
1: Like, yeah, those would be the main two, or pretty much, I would say the only two. But yeah, like finances and uh, sex stuff. Like, I feel like, like we've talked about this, where it was like, I don't necessarily feel like, like I have my presumptions about like how this is supposed to go and how like, you know, even between finances and everything like that. So a lot of the times like um some things do ended up being did end up being a wake up call to a certain extent. But at the same time, like nobody ever really wants to talk about like if they are going through a financial struggle or anything like that. Nobody really does. And but at the same time it's like if I don't talk sorry if I don't talk about it um whenever I'm having a financial struggle, something ends up harming this marriage or what we have going on. Um, same thing with sex stuff like everything that I've like done in my past and everything like that isn't necessarily going to be going to work for this marriage or this in this relationship and everything like that. So I can't just rely on what I knew before because you're a totally different woman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: So I think definitely finances and um, and I would kind of lump, like, career mm-hmm. in with that. Um, because I think, for me, sometimes, like, if I want to talk, if I want to say things about, like, I hear your complaints about career and i want to give suggestions not just as your wife but as a person who that literally used to was that. my profession um is to help people towards their career goals and things like that and um not want to tell you what to do right because There's a part of it that, especially when it comes to career, that's very personal, that's very intimate, that you have to make decisions about. But when it's decisions that ultimately do have an impact on me, because it it's you know it 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 says like this is like it affects the finances in terms Mm -hmm, of what we have mm -hmm. in the home, and it makes you more stressed out, right? And if you work so diligently to not receive the compensation you deserve and you could go elsewhere and do, you know, sometimes I don't want to have those conversations because part of it is like, (laughs) I know you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is a part where, you know, and the part of me is like, all right, something's got to give, Yeah, right? So I think sometimes I feel that way. Definitely um, when it comes to, um, conversations, I don't think I'm paralyzed about having conversations about sex. I think I feel you being nervous about like having conversations about sex and mm-hmm. I want you to be able to be transparent with me and I think, and and let me not project, right? So you can definitely tell me if I'm off base. I think and we'll talk about this because apparently next week is uh, sex, sex Be, be hard, hard which is just so funny. Um, is, you know, having, like, what does it mean? And they had their whole story about, like, when people do certain stuff, it's like, uh, this means sex is a go versus it's not a go. I laughed my ass off at that part. Yeah, like, (laughs) if you poop, that's it. No sex, right? Um, If you shower, it doesn't mean definitely sex. So it just means I want to bathe before, i went to bed like what did you know what does that mean and being able to to talk about it and not get frustrated um because there was mint mismatched intentionalities mm-hmm. behind it right so then one person is mad and the other person is like and then that rolls over into other aspects of the relationship right so then you're mad because i didn't want to have sex but and and i think that there's a part right without getting too much into that too that like a point that they brought up that i love so much is and i think they said it it, it came from uh, uh, somebody else that they heard oh that yvonne orgy said in her special
2: mm
0: -hmm. if somebody asks you a question and somebody asked you for something, the autograph, you or picture. have to accept that the answer could be no. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. you
0: get mad and have a tantrum because somebody tells you no, then you are not asking them; you are demanding them. But you wrapped your demand in a question.
1: I think, for the most part, it was like the reason why I laugh now is because like yeah, like when we were like pandemic and everything and locked in and (laughs) and stuff. And it's like, I'm always ready to go. And I basically, I thought it was like one of those things like, okay, I'm ready. She's definitely going to be ready. And that's a stupid way to think. But also I'm like, I think the reason why it wasn't necessarily that I was like mad at you, I was mad. Cause I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this thing now? Like it's, it's there, it's up. I, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, just waste it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I think we rely heavily on what we think our partner wants or what we think, um, uh situation is how a situation is supposed to go like yeah don't get me wrong after i use the bathroom i do not want to have sex um like after i poop or anything like that because it's just like you know no you don't want to ask air just all up in the uh do not. between the sheets but i think I'm, i've i learned a little bit more over the course of our relationship alignment. like yeah don't get me wrong i'm still gonna be like okay she don't want to have sex. I just gotta just go to sleep. Um, but I think just even the conversations we like we've just had and everything like that, like I think it did help. So I think having more of those would be beneficial, especially understanding like your wants, your likes, your needs and stuff like that versus mine and yeah. um how things uh, you know, pan out. Yeah.
0: And also knowing that just because you do a thing, right? Like I know we'll talk about in more next week when we talk about you know higher desire and lower desire, and the things that kind of like could set the mood to like make the person who was lower desire more uh, open and, and and more like feeling like oh yeah that kind of thing turns me on when I don't got to worry about the housework like yeah okay. Mm. If, but it also doesn't mean because you do this, then sex is definitely because it doesn't mean like, oh, I watched the dishes so now she going to give me some. Like, no, it doesn't mean that, right? <laughs> it's helpful, right? And it might be something that will bank, you can put in the bank for <laughs> for later use, and in the savings
1: account. It's not something that you could even argue with or anything like... I just wash these dishes for nothing. Come on, now. Right, right. I want, I loaded the whole dishwasher. Right. I didn't even put little finishing in the little thing. Yeah, <laughs> so right. The it's, dishes would be sparkling.
0: Exactly. It's like a, not even a thing you can you can argue. <laughs> but I think like some. So I never I never wanted to feel that way. And mm-hmm. and and I know we've had the conversation where you know mm-hmm. I sometimes I have every intention and then I get into bed and mm-hmm. when I'm asleep, it's harder for me to like I it's different when we're like all right hey da-na-na-na-na. when i'm sleep, like <laughs> sometimes it'd be like i am sleep and i want to stay sleep because i would think i'm already like i gotta get up in the morning this is what i gotta do and i want to like do that but yeah so you're going to move to the next question yeah are there places in your relationship where you have built up resentment <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm
2: so damn I honestly
1: don't know because like I think I don't think it was necessarily resentment or anything honestly I can't really pinpoint one um, off the top of my head so you might you know have to go first me
0: for not going to work
1: no like cause I swear like my thing is like if you are able to like, don't get me wrong. Like it, a lot of stuff has transferred over and I think that was kind of expected and everything like that. Um, but I don't think I would like, if you were to go back to work or anything like that, I would at least want you to be in a job that you'd like or at least love. Um, like when you were working and everything like that, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed having the house to myself and everything, but, at what expense, mm-hmm. like getting up like super early in the morning, making that long commute all the way down the, um, you know, the boonies. But, um, and then being around people that did not necessarily care about your mental health and everything like that. They didn't care about like a lot of stuff that you did or the stuff that you needed in order to make that job more fulfilling and make it at least pleasurable experience, a pleasurable experience to be in that workplace. So, no, like, I don't resent you for not working. Like, do I wish I didn't have to work? Of course, a lot of people don't uh, wish they don't have to work and just are still able to just have money just laying around. But at the same time, like, I do appreciate the fact that you are more relaxed, even though I'm not used to it. I do appreciate the fact, like, you are here because I do enjoy being around you. And then I do enjoy when you go to the gym, so I can just be like, "Hey, I can play this music up really loud, and nobody will care." <laughs> but yeah, other than that, yeah.
0: So you have no resentments. Are there places in your relationship where you built
1: up resentment? I resent sometimes. I resent sometimes your ability to say no.
0: Is there resentment in our relationship, though?
1: I don't think it's really in our relation. I'm like, I think it's more so like, I wish I could say no, just like her to everybody that I don't want to say yes to, but yeah, I don't think I could, it's just hard to, uh, I
0: never said again, it goes back to before you think, because I do something (laughs) that I like it or because I do it, it's not hard. I never said it wasn't hard. (laughs) I want to, this is kind of off topic, but also I just want to be very clear for me. Mm hmm and and I've had to learn this, so right? So I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose me. And it took me a long time. I'm going to choose me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not about to let everybody stress me out. I did it before. I'm not going to do it. When I don't want to do something, and my mom <clears throat> used to always tell me, if you got to do something begrudgingly, mm-hmm. don't do it. So if I got to stomp around and have an attitude and roll my eyes, she's she used to be talking about when I wanted to do stuff for her. She'd be like, I don't even want you to do it. And I think about that. Do If I ask somebody to do something for me and they got to have an attitude and they sulking the whole time they're doing something, I don't want you. I Nope. I'd rather you sit down. Mm. And and even if I don't want to do it alone, even, I'd rather you. That's why, I like, even if I ask you, you really don't want to go, I'd rather you stay home mm. if you're going to have an attitude than come with me. And bring the attitude, especially if I'm thinking, I want you to come. So I don't have attitude. and now we and now I don't want that. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want people to do things for me begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. So I will say no to, so I will say no to stuff. If I know that I, I'm going to have a difficult time doing it without being angry and upset.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so I, I I guess I would have to take that back because it's not necessarily even resentment. I just find I do find it impressive because it's rare. at least I feel like it is. like I don't know a whole lot of people who have that boundary um, set in their lives where it's like they are they' are able to do that and not bad an eyelash.
0: And I don't think <laughs> I feel bad and I do say yes to people what i want to say no mm-hmm. there are certain people sometimes to you sometimes to your mom my mom my sister mm-hmm. people i i very rarely say no to my sister if she asked me to do something yeah i mean but i know how she is with me right so mm-hmm. a little b- bit of that was reciprocal i think i'm having a little bit of hard time where we have built up resentment i think you probably used to have resentment with me about sex but you but we talk about it more
1: maybe i don't know Are you being honest Are no you i can't necessarily say it's i can't necessarily say it's re- i resent you for that i mean because i'm like i ain't gonna force nobody to like especially when you know like let's be honest like i have a hand i've used it since i was 12 and it's like <laughs> it's nothing is nothing new is but i do i think the main thing is that I wanted to experience that with you Um, or experience that, that those pe- pleasurable moments with you It was not necessarily because I'm like not something that I resented because I'm like half of the time it's just I'm in my head about it but I'm not mad at you okay.
0: that's good to know I, I may like, internalize. what am I supposed to do with this no. <laughs> so it might be just me internalizing it mm-hmm. um okay um. Yeah. So that might be just me internalizing that. So that's good to know. I don't know. Maybe we haven't had enough time. Maybe we don't have to have it. I don't think. Th- I don't think that question
1: that kind of applies.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: It's like I would have to dig deep, and actually, somebody would have to tell me that I resent you for something.
0: I think. I think a place and we've touched on this a little bit where resentment might build up for me is in terms of like you with your with your job and I don't mean your career mm-hmm. I mean your job. Sometimes I think and I don't know if it's resentment maybe it's underlying is resentment cuz I get frustrated and I already mentioned why i get frustrated mm-hmm. because i just think these are things that we talked about you know them shortchanging you like literally in terms of financially what they provide and all those kinds of things mm-hmm. um and the time and effort you give to them <coughs> and it's been at this point it's like like months, it's been years. And and it's like so I think I probably get frustrated because it's like you're still there. And I'm like, okay, I get it, right? And I'm not saying you don't try to 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 go elsewhere, but I I I think the pressure isn't on for you. You I don't think you feel as seemingly right as like a no i know it's happening to you so i don't want to Mm -hmm. right it's not happening to me um but i feel like that's just an area where it could be you know there could be more things happening because i just feel like you have so many skills and things that they're not using to their full you know that they're not giving you credit for mm. and i think you know you're like me and so maybe this is a dual a shared resentment like we have all these projects that we start and we don't finish and we're like putting money into things and then doing what with it right like i said, I haven't done my website i have tons of things to do videos and. And I know I'm letting imposter syndrome get the best of me when it comes to um, moving forward, creating content. Because I keep thinking, like, why? I don't know. What's the difference between when I was doing it and, and now? I just feel like, should I be saying this and, and doing all this? And then when I, you know. And then we have all this like equipment and we don't use it for our podcasting and all this photography equipment and we were like so hyped about it and then mm-hmm. we just don't do it. So I think I have some resentment about that um, to work on that we can discuss. It does have to be right now, but just as a topic of discussion, mm-hmm. um, like <clears throat> we're starters and we're not good continuers and finishers. And we got to get better at that. We keep ending up at square one. It's kind of how I feel like with with our diet. We just keep getting back to where we started from or worse off because we just, our commitment is not set up to be long-term. Deep. (laughs) Seriously. No. It it makes me like think like, you know, how can two people who commit to each other like that, but then everything we start, we're not finishing and we're making excuses. That's
1: the part where I was like, deep. Yeah. I mean right. I get it. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I do resent myself for not moving forward on a lot of stuff. Um, like even with work, like it's always it, it, like, that's one of the reasons why I'm, like, anytime, like, somebody's feeding me some sort of information or anything like that, I literally just, like, don't think anything of it. Because I'm, like, until it's concrete, I, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, like, I've been... But I think, like, same thing with, like, you're going through imposter syndrome. I'm, I'm kind of going through that with my career as well because I'm, like, yeah, I have the certification and stuff like that. I have skills and everything like that. But... I always feel like I'm not necessarily qualified. And I know we could talk about this later and everything because, uh, you know, I feel like the career coaching you is definitely going to come out. Um, but I definitely, like, I, that's a hill that I always have to go over. Like anytime I submit my resume to anybody or submit a cover letter. Um, Cause I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I have these skills. I have these certifications and stuff like that. But I'm like, yo, why are they picking you why would they pick you and it's like i know that's just like you know doubt just creeping in my head and everything like that and but it also paralyzes me sometimes um to not go through it or go or do anything with it mm-hmm. um so yeah or also like i've always been able to rely on my on my skills as an entrepreneur or just as a freelancer But I'm like, at this point in time, I'm like, I'm about to be 37. We're planning on having children. And that's a whole different ballpark, let alone just being married. And I'm like, I can't can't do the whole freelance full-time thing anymore. Don't get me wrong, I'm still going to teach, probably a GA, but it'll just be on a part-time basis. But yeah, I have been looking. I have been working towards like being more um more into my skills and career and everything like that. I just I'm like it's just getting over that paralysis and everything. Yeah.
0: So the next question is what accommodations do you appreciate your partner having made for you? So in the book, they talk about accommodations versus co- uh, compromise. compromise, right? And a compromise is where both people give up something um, and then they both gain something in order to like kind of meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Whereas an accommodation means one person just goes to the other person's side of things for the most part. Um, or one person, like, chooses another, you know, like, we have two different uh, thoughts or two different ways to go about it. And one person, uh, like, says, okay, fine. I, 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 I relinquish this, like, that's you. So, for me, I think, most glaringly, the accommodation I appreciate you the most for is giving me the space to try to figure out what I want to do and not have to work um, you know and taking on more financial responsibility for our household um, than you had to before hmm. um, while we while I try to figure out what my next movie is because I know I know it wasn't easy <clears throat> um because we don't live in the small apartments and stuff that we used to um inflation the rent is too damn high <laughs> so
1: I, I, <laughs> for stuff not to be working
0: <laughs> and i just appreciate that concession and 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 that kind of like that that push to be like yeah you need the space and the time to figure it out and here it is so
1: i feel like you make a lot of accommodations um, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint one, or I might be confusing com- accommodations with compromise or anything like that. Cause I know a lot of stuff like you've laid back on, um, and I do appreciate it. <laughs> um, uh, I think for the most part, I, I don't know what it would have been like for you to not allow me to be me or let me, uh, find my way. On a lot of stuff, like even just with the whole workout stuff, like. I think you probably stop trying to uh, poke and prod about being up at like six or being up at five o'clock in the morning and everything like that, because it's just me and five o'clock in the morning, that's usually used to be the time that I was going to bed, but um, like I found my way or found my things that I like to do as far as like even, you know, fitness and everything like that. Um, I can't necessarily say even with, um, like the whole keto thing, like it was a compromise or accommodate. I'm not sure which one that falls under.
0: I think it's an accommodation, <clears throat> but I don't know if it's an accommodation. I do the grocery shopping. I I purchase the food. I do the majority of the cooking. So True. you would have to go out and go grocery shopping mm-hmm. or eat outside of the house i mean you could always ask for non-keto thing true
1: but i think the way i look at it like yeah i may huff and puff about the fact that i can't have pizza or uh a burger all the time and stuff like that but also that was like meals of convenience which weren't necessarily healthy but i do appreciate the fact that you take my health into account um and and always want me to focus on that where I wasn't before. Mm -hmm. So I can't, that's why I say, I can't necessarily say like that was a whole compromise of me being more keto friendly. Mm -hmm. And as far as food is concerned, because it's like, it's something that technically that needed to happen. Cause like, I feel like a lot of stuff um, with my health that might've been, may have gone wrong. And I never knew about it was because like of my eating choices Mm -hmm. and stuff. Don't get me, like I said, don't get me wrong. I will still always crave a burger. I will still always crave pizza and wings, both at the same time. But at the same, at the same time, all the stuff that we've basically been um, working through as far as, like, even just this week and was it last week, too?
0: Yeah, we're on. What date is this? Yeah, we're at two weeks.
1: Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm craving a couple of things, but I'm like, this is for us to be better. This is for us to um, feel good about ourselves as well.
0: Yeah, your mama said I talked to her today, and she said she was gonna get you some oatmeal while we while you were in Chicago. And I was like, no, he's not eating that. And then and and I told her. <laughs> And I, and she was like, Oh no, he's still doing keto. And Don't I, block my blessing. And <laughs> I said yes, and I said, and I said, I said, we're doing a strict diversion. And I said, now. I get it. Cause mm-hmm. when we go to Chicago, it's what we want to do. Is everywhere. And I get it's a sad time and you wanna do things like that. I said, but he said, I said, Jeremy's an adult, he said that he was gonna stick to keto. And I'm going to trust that he's going to do it because we're trying to create this habit and not break it. And it's for 30 days and you can do anything for 30 days. And so we're trying to be very strict with ourselves and we're doing this squeaky clean and we found all these ways, you know, you can do it. Cause she was like, you know, a three pass and people, and she was telling how you know, she, she, had fell off a little bit. And I said, I get it. But the other part is life is always going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so We have to be like, what happens when the food is there and you can't eat it? You don't eat it. You don't have to eat it because it's there. I said, but again, he's an adult. He can do what he wants. He said he wasn't. I don't know if he's going to stick to squeaky clean or just be regular keto. I think it's possible. Um, I feel like when I do, I have a greater fortitude. Honestly, even though I'm hungry right now because I haven't had like a meal since breakfast, I don't feel like I would have felt when mm. I am not fat adapted and I'm like, this is call when you're on keto, you're fat adapted mm-hmm. when I'm like <clears throat> on carbs and stuff where my stomach, my stomach ain't like growling like crazy. Like I don't feel like I'm a fall over or whatever. So I feel better. I feel stronger. Honestly, I thought I was going to, I took six, six workout classes last night, but I took seven yesterday. I worked, I took seven, I worked out for seven hours yesterday and I thought I would be dead. And I honestly, I feel, I feel fine. All things considered. Um, yeah. but, and I want to keep getting stronger. I want to keep getting better. And I know my reasons, right. And I don't want my temporary feelings, and and thoughts, and yeah, I'll have a Diet Coke at some point, you know. I can Mm -hmm. have one in November. I gotta have one. I know when we go to Dubai, we're gonna try some of the local cuisine, and it might have, it's gonna be rice and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I wanna be able to say, I can have a spoonful or two, and I don't have to eat everything that's in front of me, because I'm disciplined enough, and I love my body enough, and I feel like that's what we're teaching ourselves more than anything. Like, I love me enough, I love my body enough um, to not have to do that but i was a little sidebar but you
1: made me do that i I was like no don't do it i think one way like as far as i I think maybe this is an accommodation Mm -hmm. um the homemaking okay where you have accommodated me quite a bit or maybe compromised i'm not sure i think so um because like you know, I don't like a whole lot of floral stuff. I don't like a whole lot of you know, uh, like loud colors and everything like that. And now I'm like on the other side of the fence where I'm like, you know, like we've been to, like we've been to Miami before, but. I never really paid attention to any of the decor that was there and stuff like that. So, like, even, like, this bedspread we have now. I
0: love that bedspread. I'm like,
1: I, I can't lie. It's pretty dope. It's my it reminds me of Miami and stuff well, like that. I guess
0: that's that you being accommodating then. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I guess. I mean, I thought it was much more of me being able to compromise get, a little bit. I get Because, like, there's stuff like... Now I'm much more into this headspace. I'm like, okay, if she wants to like just toss out the couch and everything like that and get something that looks like Z Gallery or something white, fine.
0: You're not ready for
1: that. I'm not ready for white because hey, I'm about to
0: say you're not ready for a white furniture. You, I still see you gotten better. I will say you've gotten better with your how you sit down on the furniture,
1: but you're not ready for the all white furniture. I want no. Shoot, I was shoot. My mom had cream colored furniture and um the moment I sat down with blue jeans on it was yeah. over
0: yeah you're not ready for the furniture I want and we need a home because that would be in a place where you don't lounge but See, the sit the yeah. uh,
1: living room yeah. and then the sitting area yeah. and stuff that's them
0: in two <laughs> different rooms so yeah you not we're not we're not ready our our home does not it's not ready for that it needs something that people can sit on mm-hmm. um and that when people come and sit on the white couch they don't they city yeah they not you know. So the last question is, what is your biggest stumbling block to being honest, transparent, and vulnerable?
1: I hate arguing. I hate, um, I hate confrontation, um, for the most part. I mean, don't get me wrong, like play fighting or, you know, little tit for tat here or there, just playfully fine. But I... A lot of stuff I don't say because, like, one, I don't want to cause an argument or I don't want to cause a problem in our relationship or our marriage. And, but also, like, you know, good, thank God for friends that, like, actually say stuff. Like, what is, who is that helping though?
0: Right. Cause I'm like, do you think they're being honest? Even, do you think conflict is negative?
1: For the connotation you have uh, for the most I don't say conflict is I don't think it's negative I think like because I know me and I know if I don't necessarily watch my like I don't want to ever be in a position where I might say something that I can't take back mm-hmm. and knowing me I'm like just like how the, I was called an asshole or rude and everything like that and I'm everything like I'm just speaking what I what I'm, what you want me to speak about and stuff like that. And I think I've gotten better about that, but I, I don't think it's, it's, it blocks me from being honest. I just think it blocks me from being transparent and vulnerable a good majority of the time. Honest. I can, I can give you that. Cause I'm like, if, if I package it and wrap it nice and everything like that, fine but being transparent and vulnerable, that's a little bit, that's always been a little bit difficult for me because just like one based off society, I hate that, but like, it's always in our media. It's always in the books that we read. It's in, especially pre, um, I would say 2010, maybe like, you know, you always had, you know, the whole man up situation or, um, you know, you don't talk about your feelings or you don't cry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've cried more this week than I've had in like a long time. But I think I've gotten even better about that because like I never used to give my myself permission to cry in front of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that being vulnerable, like I've been in a whole bunch of situations where like that's used to somebody else's advantage. And it's something that I actively always have to work on because of the fact you are not them. Um, and I always have to remind myself of that, that you aren't who I was dealing with before. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not easy Mm -hmm. at all. Um, and I don't, I will never discount anybody, uh, who has gone through stuff like that. Um, like I'm not saying it's not hard for women, but like even like for men, like where's, we were basically taught to be like, you know, clad, like, like iron and sturdy and everything like that. And just, you know, a, a mean front and everything like that and stern. And I'm like, that's not what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah.
0: I get it. Um, I think my biggest stumbling block is I don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> it's probably the biggest one. I think I don't have a problem being honest. <laughs> Mm-hmm. or transparent or vulnerable. I think I I want to say, like, you know, this hurts me and and doesn't feel good. Um, but I, I want to make sure. I don't want to spare your feelings, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I, I realize that even if I don't intend to hurt feelings, I can hurt feelings. I don't I don't mind conflict.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't even mind arguing because I think sometimes it helps. Resolve. It's not like, yeah, hey, let's argue, right? Um, I don't want, actually, I don't want to argue. I don't mind conflict. I think that that's how, how do we know something's wrong unless we, the, the idea is to butt heads and then say, wait, okay, I think it's how you resolve the conflict that, you know, it kind of shows. But sometimes I, f- I think, if I think I know how you're gonna react, mm, mm, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd rather spare myself. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. not do it, even if I'm completely off base and I'm completely wrong. So when I actually go and have the conversation, I mean, I'm I could be wrong, <laughs> but you know, sometimes I'm right, and I'm like, okay, right. Like no. so it doesn't mean I don't do it, but it's probably the thing that might make me wait.
1: Yeah, I think for me like that plays into a whole lot of situations that i have is like anticipating how somebody's going to react and i literally have to always remind myself like why are you riling yourself up about something that has not happened
0: it's like what smith said about jumping out the airplane he said he went to go skydiving he found himself you can't enjoy breakfast, just, he kept just getting nervous, nervous, mm-hmm. and nervous. He, and he's like, He when he did it, he's like, The time that it was time to be nervous, he wasn't. He like, And he wasted all that energy that whole time, mm-hmm. he wasted all that time being nervous mm-hmm. about something, and about it was that. nowhere even in your purview. It's one yeah. of those m- motivational uh, things, gotcha, on gotcha.
1: YouTube. but yeah, like, I think, like. <laughs> What was that you like have sometimes I think that way because it's like if I don't, then technically I feel like I'm not thinking about the other person, mm-hmm. but also like I have to get out of that more and more because of mm-hmm. the fact I create that's so much conflict in my head that has not happened and probably won't happen yeah, and it's like there's been like a bunch of times that you have surprised the crap out of me <laughs> and just based on how. <laughs> based on how you reacted, uh, to what I had just said or something like that. And I'm like, well, that went amazing. Hmm.
0: I think I'm a lot more reasonable than I think you want me to be in your head. <laughs> I think I'm a lot. There is stuff that I'm very about, mm. but I think there are a lot of things that I'm a lot, cause I think some of the things that you think I'm gonna be uptight about and we've had conversations and I'll be like, yeah why Why? and i wonder why this is it's even a conversation mm-hmm. because i'm mm-hmm. just like you know but again we had that conversation about our dealing with in, in other relationships and how yeah. that impacts uh this relationship because I, I feel like I often tell you like I'm not them and i'm not insecure about our relationship I I, I don't sometimes i'm like you want me to be more jealous no. I could be more jealous but I i don't have that in in Me And if I have questions, you know, I'll ask.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I get it from that point, Uh, especially because like you are different and especially different from a lot of relationships that I've had. Like I've been in relationships where like she's my ex has gone through my phone and this thing I know I'm getting woken up by smacked on the back of the head and turns out it was nothing.
0: You have nothing to do all that. And
1: it's like. I'm like, okay, chill out. Why are you getting yourself riled up for something that has not happened and probably will go totally different? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely get that part where, like, you, like, you uh, start thinking about the other person's reaction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really like this chapter. I think that it opens a door. I think that there's definitely more things for you and I to talk about Mm -hmm. in terms of communication. I think that we communicate well. Like I said, I think that we have room to improve and to grow all the time. I think especially with us working on the transparency and vulnerability part of being honest. Um, And if I'm (laughs) honest right now, I'm hungry. (laughs) And if I am being transparent, I would like you to make the pork chops, and if I'm being vulnerable, I really want you to make <laughs> oh them. God. I didn't know how to um, to say that, but yeah, yeah, that's that's my effective communicate my bad effective communication for the moment.
1: Indeed, I mean, this book is kind of showing me how like even more trash my communication was, and I don't like it too loud, but um. I mean cuz don't get me wrong like we're going to get to you get to the food in a second. But I like I tell people all the time like before I met you like I, my, I thought my communication was great and then I met you. Well, we got together cuz I already technically met You me. right. Um my communication was terrible technically. And I think like you gave me the space to be you gave me the space to be open. You gave me the the space to be honest technically you don't necessarily have to give somebody space to do that like they should just be that but honest without like somebody jumping off the deep end right and stuff like that that's what i mean by that and like i said i feel like this book is just way too loud but it's loud in a good way because it's learning a learning experience absolutely so yeah
0: So thank you guys for joining us for this episode of if it is in love podcast. If you're not already, please make sure that you're following us on social media on Instagram at if it is in love podcast and at the Woodson way Um, until next time. Bye.